and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. If you are new around here, subscribe to our channel. Um, drop this video a like. Let's have a like target of 450. Let's see if we can smash 450 likes um, and drop your thoughts in the comment section down below on Aston Villa, nil, Chelsea, two. Oh, bitterly frustrating game. Um, you know, I weren't, I'll, I'll be honest, I weren't looking forward to it. Um, I went to Forest and it was just not great. And then I just wasn't looking forward to uh, the game against Chelsea. When the lineup came out, I was a little bit surprised with the formation. I was a little bit surprised with the 4 3 3. What looked to me to be an outright 4 3 3, which is what it turned out to be. Um, you know, we've not really played Watkins out wide from what I can remember. Um, we brought in Leon Bailey back, midfield three of exactly the same as normal, uh, and Danny Ings up top. Um, so I was a little bit surprised at it, and I was looking forward to seeing some width, which is what I thought I was going to be seeing. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just going to drop my thoughts on the performance, where we're at, um, touch on Gerard a little bit as well, and just touch on everything, really. But I'm going to be, you know, be measured, be fair, um, and just offer my honest, honest opinions on, on how I saw the game. And I'd love you to get in the comment section down below and, and drop your thoughts on, on, on what you made of it. So, um, yes, yeah, so that was the lineup. Um, started off okay, knocking the ball around, didn't we? And then I think it was around the eighth minute where Tyro Mings nods it back to to Mason Mount, and it's just a it's a massive, massive error, and it's an error that we just can't be making at this moment in time. Um, you we, you know you can't be making those errors at, at any time, but in this league you get punished heavily and and we have always always seemed to get punished for our mistakes whenever we do make a mistake we get punished every single time uh and it just sort of you know i thought the atmosphere was pretty pretty mellow pretty pretty quiet wasn't it during the game at the start and then that just zipped zipped that bit of energy out of the crowd um and it just meant that we had to really really get on that front foot um but yeah, massive error for Mings, and it's it's not what we want, is it? We we don't want to be starting games one nil down. We saw that trait so many times last season, where we were one nil down and we were chasing the game in the first ten minutes, and it, it, it's just not good. It doesn't set you up well, and it just means your game plan is is just hanging by a thread in the game, isn't it? But I was really impressed first off with with some of the stuff that I was seeing. We created numerous, numerous chances. Again, it sounds like a broken record. And the same, same thing was happening after every single one of those chances. It was followed up by a miss. Um, yes, Kepa, world-class keeper, made some absolutely monster saves in there. But the chances just weren't going, weren't putting them away, were we? And it's just so frustrating that when we're on top against a very, very good side... We just weren't putting our chances away and, and they just needed to go in, didn't they? So I think um, the Danny Ings header for me was was a massive, massive chance. There's a shout for one of their players to see a red as well. Because for me, if that's the opposite way around, um, I think the challenge, was it on Chilwell on, on Ramsey? If that's the other way around, one of our players is sent off straight away. So um, that was frustrating. But first off, I thought we did well. Um 
some of the stuff that I was a little bit miffed with with the formation is that we were just so narrow. That formation with those Watkins and Bailey was just so narrow at times. We just and when we were getting out wide, when we were Watkins was getting sort of like a run on one of their defenders and he was whipping the ball in it, you know. First off, he had that little bit of joy, didn't he? And I just felt like they just needed to be a little bit wider, um, and and just that little bit, little bit more width. But all in all, first off, I thought we did really, really well. To be fair, um, and second half, Potter started off with two changes at halftime. Now we've seen time and time again this season in the Premier League, especially at home, Southampton, West Ham. When we do play well to start the game, because we did play well, West Ham first half, we were the better team. Southampton dominating the ball. These managers make changes at half-time because their system and what they're trying to do is not working. And I said to the guys that sit next to me at half-time, is that Chelsea were going to come out a different side. They were going to tweak it, they tweak their system, tweak their personnel because Kukare was having an absolute nightmare. And I just felt like it was going to be what normally happens from the manager. And it's, keep going, lads, keep doing that. More of the same of this, more of the same of that. And when these managers make their changes to their system or change their personnel, normally, normally they get an improved reaction. And that's what happened again. So I'm just going to share the screen with you. So um, this was um, Villa's... uh, Average player positions uh, from the game. So we've got our two wingers, Watkins and Leon Bailey. Very, very narrow. uh, And we're still lacking that focal point presence up top. Someone that's just completely leading the line. Um, So for me, if we are going to stick with this system, which I'm going to get onto this system in a little while, for me, I want to see them a little bit wider. But... um, I just want to draw your attention to this slide before I start talking about the second half. So, as you can see, Villa are the green. Uh, so, this is a momentum bar of the game. So, first half, as you all would see, majority of that first half, especially this period here, uh, it was all Villa. Um, and we were just, it was sort of just Villa going forward, uh, wave after wave, wasn't it? Um, and what I would like to touch on is straight after half time. This area here and this area here, when Chelsea start to like turn the screw a little bit and their changes are starting to make an impact on the game, you can see here that once Chelsea made their changes, they were starting to get on top of the game. They were starting to dominate slightly. And it's here, this period here, where I would just love Gerard to make a proactive change because we seem to, once these managers make their changes at half-time, we seem to just wait and wait and wait for a moment of something to happen. And we saw it again. We were reluctant to put Buendia on that football pitch. It was for about 10 minutes that he was in Gerard's ear. They were talking. He was running up and down that touchline. And he was reluctant to make that change. He should have made that change 
on the 55th minute. From 58 to 55, we should have, we should have saw Brendan coming in that football pitch. Because in my opinion, the momentum was starting to shift. Chelsea was starting to get a little bit more of a foothold on the game. We waited, we waited, and we were 2-0 down. Yeah, we might have made the change after the free kick, but free kick went in, 2-0 down, game over, game over. And then the game just petered out, it just plateaued out around here, and, and it, it was just job done on, on, on Chelsea's side of things. So for me, I felt like we needed to make that change a little bit earlier. Uh, we needed to maybe tweak the system a little bit slightly, maybe go for something a little bit different because it, it, it just looked one way for me in that second half. As soon as they started to get a little bit of a foothold in it, we really, really struggled to get a grip on the game. And, and for me, we were just chasing shadows. We were second to every ball in the second half. Um, and, and it was just really, really disappointing. You know, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of... Yeah, it was the best we've played. It's the best the system's looked. It's the best this, it's the best that. But we've still lost. We've still lost. And the, and the problem I've got is that we've tried this system today. And I, I'm, I'm a little bit baffled to understand what we're going to do next game. Because it just seems like we're just trying different things week in, week out. We're trying to stumble across something that we're just going to... Oh, God, that really works. An absolute treat. Let's just stick with that now. Because we saw against Man City, it looked really good when we played Ramsey a little bit further forward. We've not seen that again. Um, we played against Nottingham Forest. We got Coutinho Brendia. That didn't work. So them two were benched. Today, we've gone with out-and-out wingers, although they were quite narrow, in Watkins and Bailey. Are we going to go with that next game? So I'm just really unsure on on, on, on where we're going. Like, is, is that what we've become now? We're just going to try and game by game, just try something a little bit different to try and get a, a, a change or a response or something. Because I, I'm for me, you know, I'm a big advocate and I want to see like a philosophy. I want to see a culture. And I know Gerard's trying to get results and I know he's trying to, trying to, to save his job and, and do the best he can. But I, I, I'm just not buying the, the changing of something every single game. Um, you know, and that's my, that's my frustration. Yes, were we good first off? Yeah, we were. We were really good. We created numerous, numerous chances. I can't deny that we were really, really good. But the overriding factor is we've lost the game. We are in 16th place, a point above the relegation zone. And I'm just not sure on where we're going. And and I think some of the players, like they, they just look devoid of of any confidence, don't they, at times? And, and, and that's a massive, massive worry. You know, there was that one where second half, Watkins sort of like cut inside and it was a cross-come shot and it went out for a... Went out for a throw-in and we're bringing Buendia on and his touch looks really, really loose. He, he, his touch was loose today, Buendia. He looks like he's devoid of any confidence. His head was on the rail at one point. You know, and it, it looks like they're just not enjoying life at the minute. They're not enjoying playing and um, it feels like... You know, I felt like we did dig in deep first half and, and it, it, we didn't drop when we went 1-0 down. But 
we look fragile, we look flaky, and and that's another another worry. It's like uh, if we go one 0 down against Fulham, it, it looks like it could it could capitulate on Thursday. So I, I, I am I am starting to get a little a little bit worried because although it was a good performance, I'm I'm just not sort of. I've not got confidence in, in what we're trying to do. And I think there's going to come a part, a part where the players are just like, what are we doing here? Like, we're changing the system. We're changing the personnel. It, it looks like it could possibly be a different message every game. And at some point, it's going to get confusing. And and, then, and they are just going to down tools. That is that is my honest vibe. And, you know, I'm I'm not trying to just say negative stuff or just stuff to make a video. This is what I this is what I feel. This is what I'm feeling, Villa fans. I'm 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 really frustrated and I'm struggling to see where we're going. I'm I'm not seeing an identity and that is a big big worry for me. Um so let's just have a little look at um a couple more of, of the stats from the game then. So we had 18 shots, seven on target, seven off target uh, we had four big chances, four big chances missed, hit the woodwork twice, uh, shots inside the box 13, shots outside the box five. Um, and this is a, this is another little one. We were winning all of our duels today as well. So we, we pretty much won every single, well, we won 47 duels. Um, we won 11 aerial duels, tackles 24, interceptions eight. And this is what I was going back to in the preview. I said, let's win our individual battles. And, we kind of were at times, and that's that's pretty frustrating as well. Um, so if I had to round up before I move on to the player ratings, if I had to move on to the positives that I, that I liked from today, I, I liked I liked having two two fast wingers out wide. I, I think we've you know majority of Villa sides over the years have always done well in a four three three system. That is a system that has been accustomed to to Aston Villa sides across the decade. So for me, for two out-and-out wingers, I, I'd, I think I'd stick with it. I think I think that's what I would stick with. But are we going to do that again? Are we going to revert back to them being a little bit more two tens? Are we going to... I don't know. I just don't know where we go with that. I might have to scrap off the predicted lineup because that's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go with that Villa fans. Um, and yeah, Gerard again. I just, I just honestly, I just don't see. I don't see it working. I don't. I really, really do not see it working. I, I don't. And if I had to predict what's going to happen, this is what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to lose to Fulham in the week. And I think it is going to be make or break at home. That game against Brentford is literally going to be his last game in charge because I just can't see us getting anything away at Fulham. And I just feel like they won't sack him after that. And he's going to get Brentford. And whatever happens at Brentford, that's what's going to happen. Um, so that's the way I see it. I mean, Premier League table, like I said earlier, we're a, we're a point above the relegation zone. We've played 10 games. I remember Justin saying at the start of the season, you you, you judge you judge your side after 10 games. So 
you know, we've we got to we, you got to stick by that, haven't you? So judge your side after ten games, and we are a point above the relegation zone in sixteenth place. So it, it's just simply not good enough. Um, so let's have a little look then um, at the. Um, let me just load it up for you. Um, right, let's have a look. Right, here we go then. So let's go on www.utvpodcast.co.uk and then we'll do our player ratings. Villa fans, you can do your player ratings as well. Uh, So just head over to our website uh, and drop your player ratings. So I'm going to go with Emi Martinez. I felt like he was at fault for their second goal. Um, I felt like his distribution was very, very slow today as well. Um, so I'm going to give him a five. Again, Ashley Young, good performance. I thought he had a good game, but still, still lacking, lacking delivery, aren't we? We're still lacking that bit of quality in the right areas. Ezra Consar thought like he had a. Decent game. I'm going to give him a six, and I'm going to give Mings a. I'm going to give Mings a four uh, for the mistake. Uh, Douglas Louise again, tidy, decent. Didn't put a foot much wrong really, so I'd give him a give him a six. John McGinn five was that average? Ramsey five weren't great. Danny Ings missed. A couple of chances. Six. Bailey. Five. Watkins. Watkins. Five. Uh, Brendeer, when he came on, I thought it was poor. Four. Coutinho. Four. Dendonka. Four. So, yeah, now my player ratings, Villa fans. Uh, and I am. Um... Oh, what's I got to do there? Cash, give cash five. I'll submit my ratings. So, Villa fans, head over to our website and drop your play ratings. Um, and yeah, sorry if you feel like it's come across quite negative, but I've just got to be real, I've just got to be true to myself. I've got to speak what I see, and yeah, I back everything that I've said. Bitterly frustrated, can't see it getting any better. Um, I, I wish I could say, yeah, I wish I could say there was there was some signs there, but I just I just don't know what we do in next game. I don't know what we do in game on game. Um and we've got Fulham coming up. So um we've got a lot of content coming this week. So we're pretty much gonna have a new episode coming every single day this week. So plenty of content for you to get your teeth into. Um and I'm guessing that they're gonna probably drop uh the badges tomorrow, so we'll be able to have a look at what the new badges are, just to probably try and get a bit of positivity going in the fan base. But um, yeah, just it's just a bit bit rubbish, isn't it? At the minute, um, it's, it's horrible to see the side languishing near the relegation zone. But we just got to find a way to sort of pick ourselves up and and just get some get some points, whatever way we can, because. Um, you know, it's, it's just we need some wins that we're creating some chances, but 
we just don't we just don't look like we're ever gonna we're ever gonna put anything away, are we? Uh, the crowd at the end, I stuck there. I stayed till the very very end. Uh, a lot of people left. Um, I never like to leave early anyway. So um, yeah, massive boos. Uh, there was murmurings of Gerard chance, but but nothing nothing major. And that, that, and I, I just think fans are just flat. I just, I just think they can't be asked to chant it as well. They're just. Just, it's just not great. So uh, drop your thoughts, Villa fans. Up the Villa. Hope you've enjoyed my little bit of content anyway. So uh, speak to you all soon. Up